This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Good morning, everybody. Chicken pizza. Chicken eggs is all I eat. Wednesday, October 18, 2023. I am Vince Russo. This is Don and Juan. And this is a bucket full of chicken necks. Chicken necks is all I eat. How is everybody doing this uh, glorious Wednesday? My wife is uh, off from school this week, so I've just been trying to get my work done in a properly fashion so I could spend some time with Amy because, like I said, she has the week off. We just like to go thrifting. We just like to hang out together, man. You know, maybe grab lunch, but not as often as we used to. As a matter of fact, man, we went out to breakfast yesterday, and I made sure that both of us ordered from the senior menu in order to save a few bucks. But, uh, you know, spending time with my wife is always fun. You know, after all these years, bro, 40 years, uh, you know, my kids leaving the nest, don't get to see them that often. My dad, you guys know, is in Florida. So it's really me and Amy that uh, just spend the most time together. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoy spending time with her. I enjoy just doing things, man. You know, we just go out. Um, we we try to enjoy Colorado. Um, I really do love living here. Um, and it's tough, man, you know, because quite frankly, I've said this before, man, I would like to be around my uh, grandchildren. But I got to really think about the reality. And um, I've done the Atlanta thing. Um, and it just was not a very good experience for me. And, you know, you double down with as much as we love Colorado. And it's just it's it's pretty tough to to make a move. But, um, you know, bro, it's life, bro. It's it's life, man. That's you know, that that's what uh, really broke up the the family, bro. That's what really broke up the family, because when 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 the immigrants migrated over, they they all lived in the same community. They all all lived fairly close to each other. They did everything together. But what started happening was, over the years, the kids would go away to college. And then when they went away to college, they would meet somebody. And then they graduated, they got married, and it wasn't necessarily close to home. And that's how the 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 fractioning of the family really, really started. And that, you know, that happened to me. You know, we, uh, I raised my family. Uh, We wound up in Atlanta for WCW. Will wound up dating the girl across the street. And he initially came to Colorado with us, but then he went back to Atlanta. Um, And that's, that's, that's just life, bro. But um, it um, it hurts that I can't see uh, my two grandchildren as much as I'd like. 
Um, and it's tough, bro, because as horrible as this sounds, I'm not, I'm not gonna leave Penelope in the hands of anybody. I would never leave Penelope at a kennel. Um, so it's, it's just really, really, really tough, but that's a story for another day because I got some hot topics I want to talk about today. The first hot topic I'm starting to, uh, read about. Man, bro, it appears that Britney Spears is dropping a bombshell of a book. And when I say bombshell, bro, I mean bombshell because the first story that has dropped has been Britney saying that at 19 years old, good old Justin Timberlake got her knocked up. She was pregnant. And then she more or less tells the story of Justin kind of forcing the abortion upon her. You know, him saying that they were 19, they were not ready to be parents. I'm sure he was thinking about his future. Um, And uh, she kind of hints to the fact that even though they both agreed to do it, that he kind of pushed for it. Um, so that is is major, major, major news. Then she goes on to talk about, you know, just Justin cheating on her with another celebrity. She doesn't want to name names because that celebrity has a family now. But uh man, there's gonna be some dynamite in this book. And 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 you know, bro, what people are gonna say is uh Brittany is not mentally competent. Uh, you can't believe everything she says. Uh, she's dancing on video with knives. Um, so that's that's going to be the defense thrown up. But man, this 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 is a tragic story of uh, Britney Spears, man. And I'm just happy that she's alive because, bro, when you reach that kind of success at a very young age. You know, man, there was severe pushing of the parents early on, bro. Um, You know, whether it was a talent contest or state fairs or beauty contest or you name it, bro. She wasn't doing that on her own at a very young age. She was being pushed to do that, bro. You know, much like, you know, Michael Jackson. You're not, when you're a five-year-old kid, bro, when you're a seven-year-old kid, you know, Britney was a teenager on the Mickey Mouse Club, you're not doing those things on your own. You know, your parents are pushing you to do those things. So, you know, right off the bat, bro, there is a sense of being controlled. And there is a sense of not having your own voice. And there, there is a sense of, perhaps being forced into things that you really didn't want to do. And what's going to come with that, bro? Rebellion. Rebellion is going to come with that over the years, no doubt about it. And you saw, you know, Brittany with the shaving of the head and the umbrella and all that she's gone through. But the reality of the situation is this girl was a victim. Um, And, you know, some people are going to be handling that better than others. I'm sure, bro, there was some level of that, you know, with with a Taylor Swift um, and with with all young entertainers, even sports figures, bro. 
there's always a level of the control of the parents. And when you are control, bro, there's going to come a point of rebellion. And uh, I think that's what this book is all about. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what she has to say. Um, man, I was I was thinking yesterday uh, that when my wife goes back to work, I want to start shooting a series of videos where I I bring back I bring back not only what I miss but what everybody misses from yesteryear. And I bring it back, bro, and I talk about it, and I talk about what it meant. And I I rally, I rally behind you to bring these things back. And I really believe I am going to start, hopefully, a weekly series. When I say hopefully, bro, I got to figure out the the, uh, technicalities because I'm going to have to film this on my phone, then it's got to be transferred over to YouTube and all that jazz. So I have to figure all that out. Um, so that's why I don't make 100% commitment to anything because the, I know there are things I don't know how to do. So I got to try to figure this out. Um, I'm going to look into this next week because, as I said, my wife is home this week. But I miss the good old days. And as I'm thinking about this, bro, I come across a story. Bro, do you remember when you feared the bus driver? Remember when the bus driver ruled with an iron fist? I can't tell you how many times, bro, in my life, the bus driver pulled over and was not going anywhere until we behaved. Remember that, bro? Remember that? So we would all clam up, we would all shut our mouths, we would all sit there like good little boys and girls, bro, until the bus driver started his, continued his route, because we all wanted to go home. And there were some bus drivers, bro, that you absolutely feared. Well, as I'm reminiscing and I'm thinking about, you know, doing this show and whatnot, Lo and behold, man, I come across this story. In the USA Today, yesterday, October 17th, by Anthony Roblito. Um, And the title is, Oklahoma School Bus Driver Faces Kidnapping Charges After Refusing to Let Students Leave. And the story goes something like this. An Oklahoma bus driver is facing kidnapping charges after allegedly refusing to release students from his vehicle until they were quiet. Surveillance video from inside the bus shows the driver, 68-year-old Thomas Young, refusing to allow anyone to exit after a tense dispute with a few... Middle school students, middle school, not high school, Friday afternoon in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, a suburb east of Tulsa. Okay, bro. So the bus driver is refusing not to let anyone leave the bus um, after a fight with middle school students. Bro, we got this every day. 
We got this every day. I'm not, I'm not driving. I'm not opening the door. I'm not letting you go home until you shut the F up. Everybody be quiet. I'm not moving until I don't hear any speaking. Did we not hear that every day, bro? Young can be heard yelling in the video. You think you can get away with stuff? I run my bus a certain way. I don't care what the other bus drivers do. You obey me. So Mr. Uh, Mr. Young is looking for obedience from these middle schoolers. One student told the driver that they needed to be home in 10 minutes, to which he replied, I don't care. Be quiet. Yes, this is what they need, bro. Discipline, 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 discipline. The Broken Arrow Police Department charged Young with kidnapping and child abuse for the incident, according to Fox 23. Young had been a driver for the school for slightly over a year and received no complaints or similar uh, incidents prior to Friday, according to the district's chief communication officer, Tara Thompson. Friday was his second day taking that specific bus route, and he was running 30 to 45 minutes late. Thompson said that while bus drivers do have the authority to enforce school rules, Young did not follow the training protocols while attempting to quiet the students. I would love to know what those training protocols are because all it sounded like he said was sit down and shut up or I'm not moving. I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm getting from this. I don't know exactly what he was supposed to do. The driver eventually stopped his vehicle on the side of a main road where students then tried to exit the bus, Thompson said. Video shows banging sounds which Thompson identified as parents trying to get their kids off the vehicle. Oh, my God. What is this world turning into? There are students who open the back of the bus and jump out while the bus is is moving, which is a huge safety issue. So these middle schoolers, bro, were busting through the back door, the emergency exit of the bus and jumping out. There were lots of things that went wrong in the scenario. The students didn't respond well. The driver didn't respond well. I'm I'm still looking for what the driver did wrong. It didn't say he he put his hands on anybody. I'm still trying to understand what this driver did wrong. Police Captain Josh McCoy told Fox 23 that Young endangered the children by driving at low speed while some students were moving. Why, Why are students moving? You're supposed to stay in your seat. So, bro, I don't know which way does the guy win. The 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 police captain is saying that he endangered the children by driving at a slow speed. But then when he stopped the bus, he's being accused of kidnapping. Holding the kids against their will and the fact that those children were jumping from the school bus while he continued to drive eastbound, even at a slow speed, 
endangered them and put them in a dangerous situation, McCoy said, according to Fox 23. Wow, bro, this is this is messed up because how was he kidnapping them if he's he's moving the bus? He's trying to get somewhere at slow speeds. These lunatics are jumping out of the back of the bus. Officers then arrived at the scene and immediately arrested Young, Thompson said. He was terminated from his job by the school due to his charges. I still want to know what he did wrong. The school has received complaints from parents since the incident, Thompson said. The school also provided counselors to students upset by the events, she added. The events of unless you sit down and shut up, I'm not moving. You need a counselor. School officials are working to identify which students were inciting. The students were inciting, not the bus driver. Some of the issues that were against district policies, such as the movement around the bus and profanity. I don't think anybody woke up that day thinking that was how the day was going to end. It's just, it's sad. It's just a sad situation. My God, bro. When I was growing up, man, we had some mean bus drivers that we feared, bro. And it was their bus. And it was their rules. And if you didn't abide by their rules, they weren't going anywhere. It was that simple. So we wanted to get home. So we sat our asses in the seats like good little boys and girls. So the bus driver would continue on. (laughs) These little derelicts are jumping out of the bus while it's moving, bro. Oh, my God. Uh, This is what I'm talking about, bro. This is what I'm talking about. I also, guys, I want to talk a little bit about, I don't know if you've been following um, the uh, Our Wrestlers series on YouTube. I think we've done five episodes now or four, something like that. Maybe four. I think we got three to go. Um, It is free on YouTube. We got some really young, great wrestlers from OVW. We got the great Al Snow, and we are talking about the the Netflix uh, film. And, you know, bro, again, it's one thing I know, bro. I know this with my own kids. Bro, you can't tell anybody anything. Um, They got to learn on their own. And and, and that, that includes me. You know, bro, people can tell us stuff to wear blue in the face, but they have to go out and experience it anyway. Uh, they're not just going to listen to you. And and there is a theme, man, with every one of these young wrestlers coming on the show. There is a dream, and that dream is the WWE. And I guess that dream is the fame and fortune, I guess, of everything that goes along with the WWE. And I guess going to the WWE 
is the ultimate confirmation that you made it. And that theory is ridiculous because a lot of making it is so out of your control. So out of control. You're out of your control. Somebody may think you looked at them funny. You may have uh, not shaken somebody's hand. You may have spoke when you weren't asked to speak. Uh, You may have, you know, put your family over work. There are so many things involved as to whether they choose you or they don't choose you. So the reality is that some of the greatest potential professional wrestlers in the world are never going to make it to that stage, bro. You're never going to see them. You are going to see, you are going to see subpar people. And, you know, it's funny, man, because I was recently reading an article by Lacey Evans or an interview by Lacey Evans. Bro, Lacey Evans was a war veteran, bro. Lacey Evans was a blue-collar athlete, bro. And you saw what happened with Lacey Evans, bro. At the end of the day, bro, they could not figure out what to do with her. I want to see if I can get some of her direct quotes here. That's that's what I'm looking for, bro. Uh, Evans told the Island News that she's truly grateful for her time in the company, but that being away from home so much took a toll on her. Being on the road also took precious time away from working on a community outreach program with her husband and daughter. So there were other things, man, that Lacey Evans wanted to do. And in order to be a WWE superstar, you can't want to do anything else but be a WWE superstar. My point is, these are not the best wrestlers in the world on the WWE, bro. This is not like like baseball or football or hockey or or basketball. You are going to move up the organization due to your skills and due to how you do at every single level. And, bro, if you have talent but you have an attitude problem, there's going to be an attitude adjustment. Because what is the objective, bro? Every team wants to win. So even if a player comes with baggage, they are going to need that player because that is the best available player for them. So these attitude adjustments are going to have to be corrected. And I mean, bro, you never hear like very rarely In sports, is there really somebody with a bad, bad attitude? Very rarely, bro. But, you know, in in wrestling, it isn't about your talent. A fraction of it is. A percentage of it is. But, bro, let's be honest. They're all going through the same training. They're all learning these same things. 
So how much different can talent uh, sets really be? So my point is, bro, you got this dream of, of making it to the WWE because this is the be-all, end-all, bro. When the reality of the situation is you have no control over that whatsoever. None. Zero. But say by hook or crook, you get there, bro. Like Lacey Evans, you are quickly going to find out this dream is quickly becoming a nightmare. Because I'm not working with them. I'm working for them. And they own my ass. And unless I do everything they tell me to do, and unless I put this company first and foremost before everything else, I am not going to be around. So many of them who work in the WWE are kept in line out of fear, bro. Fear. That's what their ace is at. They put the fear of God in you, convincing you without them you will never amount to anything. It, it, it is control, man. It is, it is a controlled environment. You know, I'm going to have Mike Williams on in a couple of weeks. It's very much the same way record companies control artists. It's very much the same way. And it just saddens me that That's what I hear from every single one of them. That is the goal. That is the dream to make it to the WWE. And they are willing to commit and to sacrifice everything and anything, not having a clue to what they're getting into. And you know what, bro? Uh, with, With Vince McMahon cast aside, um, for the time being, and maybe Ari Emanuel, maybe Endeavor takes a bigger part in this. I don't know how Ari runs a company, bro. I got no idea. But but maybe that will change, bro. And maybe there won't be so many politics and and you know favorites making it to the to the main stage that should have never ever ever made it to the main stage. There's a lot of that going on, bro. You know, your 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 favorite student is going to make it. And, and who knows why he's or she is your favorite student. They're going to make it before you when your talent is head over tails above them. Maybe maybe that sort of thing will be will be eliminated and maybe it will be run more uh like you know professional sports where you climb through the system and based on ability and ability alone uh you're gonna make it or not make it i mean come on bro i, I i've seen so many people at the raw level, at the SmackDown level, that have been there for years and years and years and years and still don't know how to cut a promo. You know, meanwhile, I see a guy like Nick Aldis who could cut a promo the first week in the business and it took him how many years to make it to the WWE? 
This is this is what I'm talking about. But bro, you can't tell them differently, man. You can't tell them differently. They all have to learn the hard way. And then when you try to give them some loving advice, you are the old bitter man yelling at the clouds when the reality of it is you are the old man who had been there and done that and who had learned and who had learned the hard way. So this old man is just trying to pass along his experience to you, bro. And that's what it's all about. That is it, everybody. I will see you next week right here on a bucket full of chicken necks. Bro, if you are going to be riding a bus today, please behave. Take care, everybody. Chicken necks is all I eat.